Welcome to Thought for the Week, a series of individual reflections broadcast over five weekdays here on Manx Radio. During this week of remembrance, Major General Sir Lawrence New is reflecting on acts of bravery. In this Remembrance Week, I would like to look each day at an act of valour. This in no way is intended to glorify war. As it happens, the sacrifice I want to recall today was not by a member of the armed forces at all, but by the senior engineer of the Royal Fleet Auxiliary, 2nd Officer Paul Henry. His ship, the Sir Galahad, had sailed around the southern shore of the Falkland Islands on the 8th of June 1982 to bring reinforcements forward. As the fog cleared, it was attacked by Argentinian skyhawks, and one of their bombs fell through an open hatch and exploded deep inside the ship. There were horrendous casualties. A young member of the engine room staff, junior engineer Bagnall, wounded and blinded by the smoke, clawed his way back into the engine room where he found his boss, Second Officer Henry, wearing the only remaining breathing apparatus in order to make his escape. Immediately, the older man took off his breathing apparatus and insisted on placing it upon Bagnall. In doing so, Paul Henry knew that he was condemning himself to a particularly horrible death. The young engineer Bagnall made it to the deck and was safely evacuated. When this act of valour became known, Paul Henry was awarded a posthumous George Cross, presented to his family by the Queen. As we contemplate this act of self-sacrifice, we do well to remember that, on a cosmic scale, Christ Jesus deliberately sacrificed himself for each one of us. As we recall acts of valour and self-sacrifice in war, we do well to relate them to what Jesus did for us at Calvary. I want to look this morning at an army doctor who was one of only five people ever to be awarded the VC twice. His name was Captain Noel Chavas. His first cross was won in August 1916 in France. He had tended the wounded in no man's land all day under heavy fire, frequently in view of the enemy. That night he searched for more wounded for four hours. Next day, under heavy shell fire, he carried a critically wounded man 500 yards across no man's land, being himself wounded in the side by a shell splinter. Subsequently, although fired on by machine guns, he rescued three wounded men from a shell hole just 25 yards from the enemy's trench. Altogether, in that 36 hours, he saved the lives of 20 badly wounded men. His second cross was won a year later, in July 1917. Although already wounded, he went over the top repeatedly under heavy fire to search for wounded who were lying in the open. During these searches, although worn with fatigue and faint from his injuries, he rescued more badly wounded men. By his extraordinary energy and inspiring example, he was instrumental in saving many who would otherwise have perished. Shortly thereafter he died of his own wounds. We do well to recall that at great cost, Christ Jesus gave his life also for each one of us.
The most sublime act is to set another before oneself, so wrote William Blake. It was in August 2006 in Afghanistan that Corporal Budd and his parachute platoon were holding a small, isolated outpost in Sangin province, which had been subjected to almost daily Taliban onslaught for months. He and his men were deployed in and around the outpost when a fresh attack was launched against them. Corporal Budd and one section tried to outflank the Taliban, but they came under intense fire, and immediately two of his men were wounded. Realising their exposure, Corporal Budd got up and charged at the enemy's position with his rifle firing in fully automatic mode. His charge so suppressed the Taliban fire that the rest of his section were able to withdraw to the relative safety of the platoon base so that the casualties could be treated. After withdrawal, it was realised that Corporal Budd was missing. The company, assisted by an Apache gunship, drove off the Taliban. An hour later, Corporal Budd was found beside three dead Taliban. He was very seriously wounded with a faltering pulse and was declared dead on arrival at the outpost. The award of a Victoria Cross was only the second in the Afghanistan campaign and the first to be awarded posthumously. As we contemplate Corporal Budd's deliberate act of self-sacrifice, we do well to recall that Christ Jesus sacrificed himself on the cross for each one of us. I want to look this morning at the self-sacrifice of Wing Commander Guy Gibson, who led the Dambusters raid. His was not a sudden inspired act of courage, but rather a sustained and deliberate attitude to self-sacrifice, which eventually led to his death in action. On the evening of the 16th of May, 1943, Gibson took off from RAF Scampton with 19 other Lancaster bombers. They reached the Mona Dam at close to midnight, and Gibson made a dummy run across the dam to assess the anti-aircraft fire. He then made his own bombing run, but the bouncing bomb failed to breach the dam. The second aircraft was hit by flak and launched its bomb too late. So when he called in the third aircraft, he flew slightly ahead of it to distract the by now intensely heavy flak. Still the dam was not breached, so he called in the fourth and the fifth Lancaster, flying alongside each of them to attract the fire. It was that fifth mine that breached the dam, releasing trillions of gallons of water. Subsequently, Gibson led the remaining aircraft to destroy the smaller Eder Dam. The willingness of Gibson to make those six suicidal runs to minimize injury to the other crews earned him the award of the VC. We do well to recall that Christ Jesus deliberately gave his life for each one of us on the cross. I want to look finally this morning at the actions of Corporal Thomas Hunter, VC, Royal Marines. In April 1945, in Italy, his commando had reached a canal held by the enemy. Corporal Hunter 
and his leading subsection came under heavy fire from both banks. His troop was exposed without any natural cover, especially from an enemy position, in houses on the near bank. Seizing a Bren gun, Corporal Hunter charged alone towards the houses across 200 yards of open ground. Firing from the hip, he so demoralized the enemy that six of them surrendered to him and the remainder fled across a footbridge over the canal. His troop, following up his charge, now became the target for all the weapons from across the canal. But Corporal Hunter lay in full view of the enemy on a heap of rubble and returned fire while his troop dashed across the open ground to join him. Firing with great accuracy up to the last, Corporal Hunter was finally hit in the head by a burst of Spandau fire and killed instantly. His citation reads, There can be no doubt that Corporal Hunter offered himself as a target in order to enable his troop to reach their objective. Throughout the operation, his magnificent courage and leadership were an inspiration to his comrades. End quote. We do well to recall that on a cosmic scale, Christ Jesus sacrificed himself on the cross, dying in our place so that we might reach our objective of eternal life. Station